Welcome to the It Could Be Your Eyes podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Juanita Collier. Through my decades of work in the field of vision, I've met thousands of patients, parents, educators, therapists, and doctors searching for solutions to the seemingly unsolvable. Challenging traditional medicine's new normal, we'll uncover that the root cause isn't necessarily what you thought it might be. It could be your eyes. Hi, and welcome to the It Could Be Your Eyes podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Juanita Collier. Today, I have our whole team at 4D Vision Gym with me, so we can welcome you, introduce ourselves a bit, and we're so excited to be communicating with you through the podcast over our time together. First, I'd like to introduce you to Jessica Lidke, one of our vision therapists. Jess, can you tell us a little bit about yourself? Sure. I've been a vision therapist and case manager for about nine years now, but I've had my board certification for about three. I have a background in social services and nonprofits, and then I came here because I had a big interest in holistic well-being of people and empowering people to find the best versions of themselves. So vision therapy was the best way for me to be able to utilize my talents, my love for helping people, and my expertise and knowledge in uh, health and getting people to where they need to be from point A to point B. So that's what I do here. And that's what I love about my job. Okay, Jess. So you mentioned board certification. So tell us a little bit about what that means. Sure. So a vision therapist is board certified when they have surpassed the expectations and the qualifications set by the College of Optometrists in Vision Development or the COVD. That entails a lot of study, you know, hands-on work for many hours and open book questions and essays, mentorship with a vision therapist that you don't actually work with, doing a multiple choice exam of your knowledge, and then also having a board interview with other doctors that have a specific knowledge and practice in behavioral optometry. So it's a long process and it's a very rigorous one. And we are proud to have two board certified vision therapists. We'll talk to Ben in a minute. Okay, Ben, do you want to introduce yourself, our other board certified vision therapist? Hello, everybody. I'm Ben Berryman, um, the other therapist here that's board certified. I've been a vision therapist since 2017. I've been certified since 2020. Former wrestling coach, lame dad, just enjoy this whole journey of vision. Okay, great. And so that's super exciting that you guys both have your certifications because that really shows that our patients are in really, really good hands. Like Jessica mentioned, it's rigorous study, lots of essays, an oral interview, and you're actually internationally accredited. So that's really super, super important to mention. And now we can kick it over to... Lori Lloyd, who is going to be getting her board certification shortly. So you want to tell us a little bit about yourself? Hi, guys. My name's Lori, and I'm at the 4D Vision Gym team for a shorter period of time than everyone else. I found vision therapy in a roundabout way. I spent many years working with children and operating a daycare and working as a paraprofessional. 
And I was looking for a way to combine my education background and helping others achieve their goals. I joined the 4D Vision Gym team and they became my family. Oh, how sweet. Now let's meet Kelsey Duffy, our practice manager. Hey, everyone. I'm Kelsey, and I've been working with Dr. Collier for over 13 years now. We've been working together through many different settings, and I've been a vision therapist. I've been an office manager. I've worked with billing. I kind of do a little bit of everything here at 40 Vision Gym, and now I'm super excited that we're getting into the podcast scene and being able to really show and teach others what we can do and how their vision is impacted and teach them many ways to rehabilitate or train your vision. So Dr. Collier, I know that we have two certified international vision therapists, but tell us about you being a fellow of the College of Vision development, because I know we can't have certified vision therapists here without you being a fellow. Yeah. So I am a fellow of the College of Optometrists in vision development, which means that I've been in practice for quite some time. And I also needed to do some outside research, a lot of continuing education, a lot of hands-on study. And we did take, you know, a similar sequence of examinations. And I'm one of five in the state. So that's super, super exciting that, you know, we have so many in Connecticut and We are really excited to share all of this information with everybody. I've been practicing behavioral optometry for 13 years, and I've been in the field of vision for about 20 years. So I've been here for a while, and we have a lot to share with you on this podcast. Today, we wanted to do kind of like a Q&A session because so many people wonder what vision therapy is, what behavioral optometry is, and we've had a lot of patients and people interested submit questions. So we wanted to go through some frequently asked questions with you so that you kind of have an idea of what we do here. So our first question is, what is vision therapy? So Jessica, why don't you explain that to us? So vision therapy is a lot like physical therapy for the eyes and the brain. We're retraining people to better use their vision by training their brain to respond to their environment. So it's kind of like doing exercises that work on different areas of our vision. So we don't just work on, can you see this? Is it clear? Great. Let's move on. It's what do you see? How are you seeing it? Are you able to make it clear? Are you able to make it blurry? Are you able to make it single? Are you able to make it double? Where is it in relationship to you? What does it mean? So we're having our patients really explore their world through what they see and what it means. That's kind of the very ethereal explanation. Essentially, we're going through exercises and teaching people to better use their eyes. And I think it's really important to note that, you know, with vision therapy, we're not really just working on eye muscles. So we're not trying to give you super, super strong eye muscles so that they can, you know, lift weights or whatever. We're really working on the connection between the brain and the eyes and how the brain is really controlling what you see. And so when you're looking out, your brain is actually telling you where to look and it's telling you what to see when you look out there. And what vision therapy really does is works on that connection and really makes that more efficient. So Ben, can you tell us a little bit about what vision therapy entails? 
I guess my method in vision therapy is that I look at the patient as a person, not just a name on a paper, and I try to figure out what they need their eyes for. I mean, obviously to see their everyday life, but an 80-year-old patient who's you know just hoping to be a little bit more comfortable behind the wheel after a surgery or a stroke is going to need their eyes to function differently than like a 19-year-old baseball player. So I really look at what they need their eyes to do, and then we take exercises, we adjust them as needed, and we work with them to encourage their eyes to work and function the way that they need them to. So it works on everything from like focusing. So you have a patient who is having trouble like looking at the board and back of their paper, or you work on their mobility, like a patient who is struggling to look at the rear view mirror and then back at the windshield. So we, we take their life and we try to make them more comfortable. Great. And so you kind of hit on something that is one of our other questions. So you mentioned, you know, patients up through 80 years old. So Lori, do you want to tell us about vision therapy and if you're ever kind of too old or too young to do it? Sure. So we treat patients of all ages. We've seen babies all the way up to, I think, over 80 years old. And Mm -hmm. we are able to work with everyone whatever their vision goals are, we're able to incorporate that into their individualized treatment plan. So we've been able to work with all the ages, like I said, from baby all the way up to 80 years old. Yeah, I think it's really important to touch on too that we're training your eye muscles with vision therapy. And, you know, at any point in your life, you can make your arm muscles or your leg muscles stronger. So why not make your eye muscles stronger? I think it's pretty interesting the way we do things here too. Yeah, we've seen everybody. This past year, I can think of like our youngest graduate was two years old and our oldest was 85, I think. And so the exercises that we're doing with a two-year-old are going to look different than the exercises that we're doing with an 85-year-old, but they're still going to be working on the same goals just in different ways and for different reasons. Like Ben said, you know, what's important to a two-year-old isn't necessarily what's important to an 85-year-old, but for both of them, we're training their brain to better use their eyes, integrate what they're doing with what they're seeing with how they're living their lives. And that's very good to notice as well, because like Ben and Jessica were saying, everything's going to be different for the different populations that we're treating and the, the particular needs of that particular individual in front of us. And I think that that's one thing that makes vision therapy really cool is that, you know, we do see the whole person and we do find out so much about what their needs are and how they're compensating for any specific vision issues that they have. A lot of times people are compensating without even realizing that they are doing it. And so we make a lot of modifications into their daily activities and so that then their vision starts to function efficiently. If you could make a positive change in your child's reading ability and confidence with reading in just 20 minutes a day, you would jump at the opportunity, right? Of course you would. The 4D Built to Read program trains you, the parent, to become a junior vision therapist and provides you with tools, activities, and support you need to give your child a strong visual foundation so they can read, play, and take on whatever challenges they face. If your child is too bright to be struggling and getting low grades, or you've been told that in-office vision therapy would help, but you just can't find the time to commit, the 4D Built to Read program may be just what you're looking for at a fraction of the cost. 
visit 4dbuilttoread.com or check out the show notes for a link to learn more. And that kind of brings us to another question that we have. Do the results of vision therapy actually last? Yeah, a lot of times we like to compare vision therapy and the results afterwards to braces. So, you know, while you're in vision therapy, it's essentially like you having braces on. So you're working on them every day. You're moving your eye muscles and being able to, you know, do more with your vision, get your eyes straighter together, whatever it may be for you. But then after vision therapy, we still need to continue that maintenance. So you compare it to a retainer. So for a lot of our patients and specifically our kiddos, as you're growing and you get taller and you get a lot more schoolwork on you, you know, you need to train your brain to take on all those higher academic skills. So you also need to keep up your visual skills as you're going. It's not as intensive as vision therapy, but it's pulling out your lifesavers, you know, once or twice a week and making sure that you can do it. Exactly. I think that, you know, we have a lot of, like we were saying, compensations and those turn into habits. So, you know, if we do vision therapy and we train the brain on how to use the two eyes together, and now you have perfect depth perception, but then you go back to covering an eye when you read because your hand is just so used to being rested up against your forehead, then you're not going to be using your two eyes together. So pulling out some of the exercises like Kelsey mentioned, like the lifesavers, is something that, you know, can just remind your brain on all of the work that you did to build this new neurological pathway. So I think it's definitely important to continue practicing. Also, I wanted to touch on something else that Kelsey said, because she mentioned having your eyes be straighter. So that is something that people tend to think needs surgical correction. So Ben, why don't you tell us a little bit about surgery versus vision therapy? So I think that surgery and vision therapy both have their individual places. I think that we tend to, as vision therapists, see a lot of people that have had surgery that hasn't worked. So we really see it like that side of it. But I know there are, you know, successful surgeries in it. I think what therapy has as an advantage is it really teaches you to use like the tools that you have. Like surgery can really like align your eyes, but you have to like learn how to use your eyes when you do it. I was just thinking, you know, like surgery provides that mechanical alignment. It can make the muscles be so that the eyes are kind of in the same place at the same time, but it doesn't address the neurological causes that the turn was there in the first place. So it doesn't address the actual cortical columns that are creating the understanding of space that make the eye turn or not turn. So it's kind of like what you were saying, Ben, it's like, it'll give you a good, not even foundation, but it'll give you a good start. I think that yes, surgery can cosmetically align the eyes, but unless we build that new neurological pathway that's using the two eyes together, the brain will go back into the habit of not using the two eyes together again. And so like Jessica was saying, we kind of have to figure out why the brain made the choice to not use the two eyes together in the first place and correct that. And so we do have a lot of patients who will start with vision therapy first, get some control over their visual systems, then have surgery to make aligning the eyes or making them straight a little bit easier, then do vision therapy after so that the eyes stay aligned so that they don't need subsequent surgeries because a lot of times you need more than one surgery if you do how is your business so an eye turn in, out, up, or down. You'll need numerous surgeries. So if you do vision therapy in conjunction with the surgery, then the second surgery is usually like not warranted. 
So with that, Dr. Collier, can you tell us what the difference between an optometrist and ophthalmologist is? The difference between an optometrist and an ophthalmologist is ophthalmologists do surgery. Optometrists are your primary care providers for your eye care. And so optometrists go through all of college, then they have their four years of optometry school. So we spend four years learning about everything you could possibly ever want to know about eyes. And then oftentimes people will do a residency after in a particular area so that they learn even more about vision. Whereas ophthalmologists go through college, then they go to med school where they learn about the whole body, and then they do a residency in vision. And usually that has to do with like surgery. So we're thinking about like cataract surgery, strabismus surgery, so a surgery for an eye turn, difficulties that you can have develop in like with diseases in your retina, other things of that nature. So usually for your primary eye care, you're going to go to an optometrist who is going to be able to, you know, monitor your health every year. They'll be able to check you for any signs of disease as far as like diabetes and things like that are concerned and monitoring those things, monitoring glaucoma, monitoring macular degeneration. They'll give you your eyeglass prescription. They'll do your dilations. They'll take care of you for that. And then if you end up needing, you know, strabismus surgery or cataract surgery or something like that, then you would go to an ophthalmologist. As far as a behavioral optometrist, which is what I am, I actually look at the visual system as a whole. So I'm not really looking like I do look at structures because I am an optometrist. So I'm going to look at the structures and the functioning of the eyes. What I'm really looking at is how what you're seeing is being affected by how your eyes are working and how you're using your eyes and by how your brain is affecting what you can output. And so we're looking to see how the information comes into your visual system, how you process it, and then how you output. Normally, people are judged or evaluated on their output, and it's not really taken into account what the processing is that ends up in the output. So for a normal eye exam, they're making sure that you can see 20-20 for distance. They're making sure that your eyes are healthy. And if you can't see 20-20 for distance, then they give you glasses so you can. And then, you know, they make sure everything's looking good and you kind of go on your way. Whereas as a behavioral optometrist, I'm looking to see once that 20-20 comes in, what do you do with it? How do you make sense of it? And then how does that steer how you conduct your daily activities? So then the question becomes, I've heard some patients say that their ophthalmologist says that vision therapy doesn't work. Why do you guys think that is? Usually the most common question that I get in like a vision therapy session is A, does this actually work? And B, like how long does it take? And I think both of those are largely accredited to the fact that vision therapy is a fairly new medical procedure, if you will. I think, you know, it's just not really heard of. I think there's a lot of research done mostly with like convergence problems, but there hasn't really been like a lot of just looking into it for other things. I think like part of why this podcast is good is that it's going to bring more awareness to vision therapy and what you can do. Because, you know, the people that actually talk to us about it and see the results tend to be more of a believer. But I know there definitely is like a, a stigma about vision therapy that's just kind of hard to explain, especially with like all the success that I've seen it in the relatively short time that I've been doing it. Yes, I think that that's very important to, you know, note that there are tons and tons and tons of research out there on vision therapy. However, since, you know, vision therapy kind of started in the 1950s and surgery has been around since who knows how long, there's not as much 
in the medical school curriculum about vision therapy. And since it does require so much compliance on the patient's part, it's really going to be successful on patients who are going to dedicate themselves to doing it. But just like anything else, if you don't actually do it, it's not going to work. So, you know, I feel like when people say that, it's kind of like saying like, oh, my personal training didn't work when I was trying to lose 50 pounds at the gym. And then you ask them, oh, well, were you working out? It's like, oh, no, I never showed up. Or like, you know, no, I still made sure that I had two bags of chips every night. There's nothing that can be done for that, but personal training does work. So it's kind of like, if you're going to put the work in, vision therapy will work for you. And we've seen it work 100% of the time for the people who actually do the work. The thing that does get confusing sometimes is we've also seen it work oftentimes for people who don't do the work and we don't really understand that so much, but you know, I guess that's good for them. (laughs) But the people who do the work definitely get amazing results. Absolutely. And I think that's also too important to touch on why we only focus on vision therapy. So our practice is vision therapy only because we really want to make sure that we set the expectations and we do everything we can to get out there that vision therapy can do so much for so many people. And I mean, we don't even sell glasses. At 4D Vision Gym, it's kind of like if we prescribe or if Dr. Collier prescribes a pair of glasses to you, she wants you to have that prescription because it's the best thing for your brain and your eyes, not because we want to sell you another $300 pair of glasses. But it's kind of like going back to your personal training example, Dr. Collier, it's like, okay, but maybe you had a really good personal trainer who showed you the best exercises to really target what your results are that you're looking for. So yeah, maybe you only went like five times, but I really targeted the areas that you were looking for. And so yeah, you got a lot better in those areas because you had a knowledgeable trainer. You know, not all therapy is created equal. But when you are under the guidance of a fellow of COVD and a couple board certified therapists and therapists that are trained from those board therapists and doctors, fellows, you've got the best possible situation for you to get the results that you're looking for in the quickest and best amount of time. Yes, I think that's very, very true. So when you're looking for behavioral traumatists in your area, you want to know, you know, what their credentials are. Like, you know, you do want to see, have they been published on things? Have they spoken to their peers? Do they teach courses? All of those things that, you know, we do all the time at 40 Vision Gym because we are committed not only to learning more, but also to disseminating that knowledge, which is why we started this podcast and why we can't wait for you to hear all of our future episodes. But we wanted to have this meeting with you today so that you know all of us and we can't wait to speak to you again soon. So enjoy the rest of your day and we'll see you at the next episode. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of the It Could Be Your Eyes podcast. To schedule an appointment with Dr. Collier, visit us at 4dvisiongym.com. To train your vision at home, visit us at 4dvisiontherapyathome.com. Rate and review our podcast and email a screenshot to receive 10% off a new evaluation or any of our digital programs. Subscribe to join us for more eye-opening episodes as we dive deep into all the ways that it could be your eyes.